0: 16 minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to uh, Metro FM Talk. And uh, in our business wrap this evening, uh, we are joined by the Minister of Small Business uh, Development, Kumbudzon Chabeni. And uh, uh, we're going to be talking briefly here about uh, 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 what was happening earlier on today at the Kuruleni Tived College, uh, the Centre for Entrepreneurship and Rapid Incubation there. And uh, more importantly, uh, what uh, was announced there with regard to how the DSBD is going to be working in terms of providing not only financing but other Forms of support to the uh, small and medium-sized enterprise ecosystem. And I'm joined on the line by the Minister. Minister, good evening to you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Good evening to you, Ayabangani, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. Minister, just maybe uh, as we kick off here, I'm quite interested in uh, some of the big... Um, announcements with regard to the course of action that the DSBD is going to take that were made earlier on today in Ekurulen and I want us to start uh, with uh, the geographic location of uh, some of the business support services across the different provinces and in particular the Small Enterprise Fund uh, uh, Funding Agency and uh, uh, the Small Enterprise Development Agency. Uh, Talk to us briefly here about how these two agencies are going to be working uh, with other spheres of government across the length and breadth of our country.
1: So what we, we're doing to, in, to increase the reach of FIFA and CIDA, we have decided to partner with municipalities, their local economic development units. So in those uh, local economic development units across all our municipalities, the services of CIDA and CIFA will be available. So the municipal staff will be trained to help uh, people, our entrepreneurs to access those services from those points. But secondly, we are also availing those services in all our incubators, and uh, accelerators across the country so that people, because already people are, uh, frequent those places, so we want to make sure that uh, they can access the services when they are there. Mm. To, that is to increase our
0: reach. Okay. And also, just in terms of turnaround times, yeah, you, uh, you made also some big promises there.
1: Yes, on turnaround time, CIFA used to take, on bridging finance, used to take more than 40 to 50 days. Now we, they are taking 20 days and that's what we are holding them to. And on uh, loan, uh, term loans, they used to take more than 60 to 90 days. Now they are taking 30 days. But they, we are working towards five days for bridge, uh, bridge financing and
0: 10 days for loan terms. Talk to me uh, just briefly here about uh, uh, one big complaint that you certainly would have been hearing from many SMMEs, which was around uh, this idea when we go and apply for funding, uh, they say to you, yeah, you got to have unencumbered cash, uh, which has certainly been a a deterrent for many SMMEs uh, uh, to even kickstart the application process. How how are you going to respond to that?
1: We, not, we don't have an incumbent uh, uh, cash requirement, mm. so you apply for funding. We give you funding that you have applied for, on condition that the business owner is involved in the business. So we're removing completely the requirement for an income, but funds if, uh, on our space because when you apply for a loan of uh, two million in the same day, one two hundred thousand, where would you get it as in, uh, starting up entrepreneur? But when you're an SME, you want ten million they say bring a million. Where do you get the million from?
0: Mm. Mm. Uh, you also are working with some of the DFIs here, not only around that issue of uh, uh, the role of unencumbered cash in the applications, but even streamlining the entire application process. Uh, talk to us uh, about uh, the shape uh, uh, that uh, that partnership with the DFIs is taking.
1: We, we, what we did, we, we got together with all the DFIs and we said, what is best, uh, who has the best form? That covers everybody, and who has the best form that can be, that can be approved by all the credit committees. And fortunately, it was NEF. We enhanced on the NEF template, mm. and we developed a common template. So it's used by CFA, CIDA, and NEF. And then the plan, the Land Bank is also in the process of getting it uh, adapted to suit its needs, and the IDC were part of the development process of the template, and for as it relates to S M E funding, they are also getting their governance uh, arrangements uh, sorted, so that they can use the form. Mm. The intention with the common uh, template is that when a, it, it, one is the issue of saying, when you go to see and they do a business plan or a business proposal for you, you send it to NEF or FIFA. they say, no, it's not good enough for us, and you've already paid somebody to do that for you, or CEDA has paid somebody to do that for you, so we still line that. But secondly, Sometimes you apply for funding at FIFA, and then they let say now they take 20 days. After 20 days or 30 days, they say to you now wrong. We are not in that space. You have to do complete another form, which will take you another five or six days to complete to send it to NEF to Land Bank to whatever. But now with this common template, you complete the form. It gets to, to FIFA. They look at it. They say no, it's not in our mandate. They can quickly uh, forward it to to the NEF or to Land Bank or to IDC and say this is within your your scope of work, can you look at it and you get the approval? You get notified that your form has been forwarded to the relevant uh, agency and they give you the reference, uh, reference mm. number that you can use. So it, it it makes life easier, but it also removes the need to use consultants by our SMEs because people were paying between 30 pay and 100,000 to get proposals and application forms completed for them. It's still a bit complicated, but we are working on enhancing it to make sure that it's improved, but it, it, it's a start.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, and what impact is that going to have on uh, you know, some of your other, how would I say, sort of non-financial support around that? Because you know, I would think that in many cases, uh, a lot of the SMMEs would need some guidance in ensuring that you know, they fill out these forms uh, in a way that uh, uh, increases their prospects of uh, uh, getting the approvals that are necessary uh, to access some of those funding. Uh, how is that support going to be uh, provided?
1: So that's one of the other issues. where We are working on a school package that will announce earlier next year. But what, what's happening now, when you need support to complete the form, you can go to NEF, you can go to FIDA, you can go to the incubators, and we are hoping in the next few months you can be able to go to your local municipality or a district municipality, whichever is closed, and they'll assist you to complete the form okay. so that you can then qualify. support. Right.
0: Minister, I want us to pause there for a second and uh, take a brief break, also inviting some of our listeners here uh, who uh, might have questions for uh, Minister on Chabeni, please give us a ring there on 89 110 and when we come back, I want us to take a look at uh, one of the other issues that uh, many people in the ecosystem raise, which is around uh, the prohibitive cost of capital, and uh, you're suggesting, uh, Minister, here that you've got a blended uh, financing model that uh, might be able to confront that, and we'll touch on that on the other side of this brief break. Seven minutes it is uh, before 8 p.m. If you just joined us, I'm in conversation with uh, the Minister of Small Business Development, Kumbudzon uh, Chabeni, and uh, we're talking about uh, uh, some of the uh, things that are going to change in terms of how the DSPD conducts its work. And, uh, Minister, before I get to the question, I guess, about uh, prohibitive cost of capital and what you're doing uh, to overcome that, I've got a tweet here from Monwabi Olafir and he's asking uh, if indeed there won't be any requirement for unencumbered cash, uh, What uh, will there be any requirements for collateral and uh, uh, concessions and will those still be in place to secure funding? Will
1: still require, and some collateral will still require. It depends on the nature of business that you're in. Sometimes the session is good enough, there's no uh, uh, collateral required, but sometimes collateral will require. Remember, we're not giving grants, we're giving uh, loans, and Mm. then they have to be repaid. So we need to have a mechanism to recover the cost or that money in case there's no way you are repaying the money.
0: Okay. Talk to us about how you are thinking of blending here uh, some of the, uh, I guess, debt financing that you would provide alongside some of the existing grants that you administer.
1: So what, what we're doing is to say we, our grant system used to work differently. We used to have people who apply for grants because they knew they applied for grants and nobody traced them, and that grants who don't know how it works. Some were using them effectively and efficiently for business. Some were abusing it. So we said, but people who are applying for loans who are in the majority, they don't even have access to the grant, but, and the cost is too high. They don't have access to operational uh, funds for other things, the cash flow and all those other things. So what we did, we said, okay, let's re- remove the grant or extend the loan. Let's blend it, with, uh, uh, put a portion of that with the loan. So, for instance, Ayabonga applies for a loan of, uh, 8 million. Mm. We then do our calculation and say if he applied for a loan of 8 million, given the business that he's in, maybe he's in renewable energy or one of these exciting sectors that we're we encouraging young people to be active on, women and other just Africans and just SMEs in general. We say, okay, on the metrics, well, how much do we uh, get him on a grant? Then you qualify maybe for 800,000 or 1.2 million uh, of the money. So instead of granting you, the 8 million loan that you've uh, applied for will then grant you the uh, 6.8 million loan and then 1.2 uh, million in grant form. But that grant is conditional. It's conditional on the, that you commit to create a number of jobs and you commit the business must also be sustainable and it must be in the sector that government has prioritized for, for transforming the, the structure of the economy and we we will then dispense all that, that amount if you fail to meet the conditions for the for the for the grant at a later stage, you will have to repay that portion, but mm. if you don't it you you're you, you good you don't so you have applied for eight million rands, but we have given you six six point uh, eight million rands in in the in a loan form and one point two of that in a grant form to say we want to assist you to advance what it has done it reduces the cost of uh, the, the interest payment that you get because in the on the loan portion, on the grant portion, there is no interest on the capital amount. Mm. So if it's 1.2 is 1.2 clean, so we've reduced already the, the interest payment on the capital amount for the loan because you wanted $8 million. Then the second part is that we, if we're not going to repay, you then have money that you are, you are not worried about repaying. You, are, you can use it effectively to, uh, to to push your business forward. So it gives you some capital that allows you to invest in a business without worrying about repaying it. But that business must go. But what you have added also in that way, we, we are very strong uh, on uh, post-funding care to mm. support our entrepreneurs. Sure. And also including that post-funding care is not only about your cash flow management, your business management. We also want to play strongly on uh, uh, facilitating your access to market and mm. market opportunities. Because sometimes your business is good and government could facilitate your access to market or can facilitate the op- your accessing the opportunities, but we are not playing that role. And you, sure. as an SMME, you do not have that muscle. So we we introducing that okay. strongly as well. All right.
0: Minister, last question on my end. Unfortunately, we uh, have run out of time. And uh, I guess it's uh, in relation to the criteria for this kind of blended funding. Many people that are listening into this conversation uh, would be sitting there asking themselves what kind of hoops uh, do I need to uh, uh, follow through in order for me to be able to access this funding? Talk, talk us through some of the criteria.
1: So you need to be a South African. You need to have your company registered, you have a fiscal address. You need to be the owner, manager, or you, and you must have majority of, of shareholding as, 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 as per the requirement of South Africa. When you are young, you must be not exceeding the age of 40 if you want to qualify on the youth category or young category. 40. Yeah, we've extended. Youth, 40? Yeah, not <laughs> youth, young. Oh. Youth, young, not youth. Youth is 35 Is the Constitution, but you're talking about young people because majority of the young people are still excluded and they've not been participating. Okay. So you need to, you also need... You, if you are a woman, also you have that. But also those who want to establish businesses in the townships mm. and rural areas, we are encouraging that participation. And the, the application form is out there. It's going to we are posting it because our www.dsbd.gov.za sometimes it's off. We are also posting it on the alternative website of www.mybindu Bindu is b i n d u dot o r g dot But it's also available on CEDA uh, website and CIFA website, CIDA and Sifa they are .org, I think it's also available on the NES website. Mm-hmm. So they're they available, you can, you, you can complete the application forms. And the intention is that we don't want to reject Uh, businesses that are viable so our our focus is not to reject a business that is viable because the form is not completed correctly we'll put people to assist you to complete the form correctly we'll reject a business that we think Mm. is not viable and does not have an opportunity to grow all right minister just tell me briefly what happened to your website Oh, remember, we rely on uh, on the on the uh, government IT agency mm. to to provide us the network, but it's never available all the time. So it's... through the agencies, we, we they uh, enable us to have an alternative website so that our entrepreneurs can have access and our, the ecosystem can have access to information that's happening so that we keep on the messaging going out there. Okay. Because most people like to go to websites to find out what's happening. So we've got the alternative website. Okay.
0: Well, don't worry, Minister. We'll try and get hold of them because uh, they indeed must explain, even for the other gov.zae uh, uh, gov.z websites, uh, why yeah, they so are Yeah, so know,
1: you know we are, we are popular for workarounds, so this are another workaround. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Minister, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us this evening.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having us.